Okay, so you have a small business that you need to market, but you're not a marketer. So now what? Where do you start and what are you even supposed to do? Well, meet Engie. Engie is marketing software that simplifies marketing for small business owners. You can plan, organize, and get your marketing out the door and in front of your next customers fast. The best news? Engie is turning one on May 8th, so you can make marketing way more manageable for yourself for only $19 a month for your first year with the code BDAY. But don't wait. This offer ends on May 31st. Pretty Okay Podcast. It's me, your host, Samantha Welker, and uh, I'm here with the last episode of Pretty Okay Podcast for the year 2019. It's, you know, crazy that we're here, but the end of the year came up fast and the next few weeks are going to be insane for all of us. So this for the sake of work-life balance, which is, you know, very important, I'll be taking a quick holiday break and I'll be back with new episodes, new guests, all that fun stuff on January 8th. Before we dive in, I just want to get, you know, kind of real with you guys for a second and just say thank you. Um, You know, I, I had been telling Julia that we should do a podcast for a while because I thought that with my business skills and her marketing skills, it would make for a good pair. So... I know a lot of you came here for Jules um, when we launched this podcast as a duo. So I just want to thank you for sticking around, even though she had to step back and focus on all those 45 businesses that she has. (laughs) But to be honest, you know, I was a little scared to keep this going on my own. Um, it's, It's a whole different animal when you're putting yourself out there and, you know, only yourself out there on the interwebs. There's just, there's no safety net. There's, there's no kind of buffer and people could have hated this podcast to the one person who left a one-star review on iTunes this year. Apparently you did, (laughs) but I mean, people on the internet are fucking brutal. And so doing anything where you're being vulnerable and putting yourself out there as some kind of expert or have something to say, people are going to critique it and they're going to be judgmental. And I just feel like I've really been lucky to have such a warm and welcoming creative business community and that you guys have been so invested in the podcast. Okay, but enough about internet trolls with too much time on their hands. (laughs) I'm grateful for you guys. This is one of the best things I've done for myself in a long time, as selfish as that sounds. You know, my work with Glitter Guide is an absolute dream job, but sometimes you know, I do really miss the nitty gritty business things that you experience when you're a small growing brand. And like I've said many, many times, I am a numbers nerd at heart. (laughs) And you guys give me the opportunity to share all that nerdy shit that I thought nobody would actually want to hear about, but turns out you do. So anyway, enough mushy shit. 
Thank you for your DMs, your emails, your texts, which is creepy because like, how did you even get this number? Just kidding. (laughs) Your reviews, you know, except for that one dickhead one, obviously. Again, kidding. But most of all, I want to thank you for listening. As long as you guys keep finding this valuable, I'll keep plugging away. So here's to an awesome new year and new episodes together. Okay, on to today's episode. You know, it doesn't matter how old your business is or how seasoned you are. Owning a business is really fucking hard. (laughs) I shouldn't say that with so much anger. I don't mean it to be angry. (laughs) But nobody starts a business and thinks, oh boy, this will be fun. This will be easy. If they do, they've probably closed up shop real quick. But you guys are here listening to this episode because you want to do the work. And you have so much heart And so much passion for your creative business, you know, no matter how big or small, how old or how new. As a business owner, you pour your sweat and tears, both literally and figuratively, right, into all the different elements of your business. From finances, your clients, your marketing, your services, your products. It's a lot. It's everything. But at the end of the day, it's all worth it, right? So this year, hopefully with this podcast to guide you, let's make 2020 the year you become a better business owner. And it's easier said than done, right? It's cool. I got you. (laughs) For our last episode of 2019, I want to go through four things that you're going to stop doing and start doing to become a better business owner in 2020. The first thing we're going to stop doing in 2020 is we're going to stop trying to control every little detail. I know how difficult this one is. I mean, Taylor will be the first one to tell you I'm a total control freak. I mean, why have someone else do it when you can do it better yourself, right? (laughs) Because your time is fucking valuable. That's why. Outsourcing and delegating need to become your best friends in 2020. We had a whole episode on delegating and how it can transform your business for the better. And even if you aren't, you know, flushed with cash and can't hire on a full-time employee, start looking into virtual assistants. There are just elements of the business that you don't need to be doing and you probably shouldn't be doing. (laughs) And here's the thing, guys. If you're doing everything yourself and refusing to let others learn and help you, you will never scale your business. It's physically impossible. If your goal in 2020 is to grow your business and expand your reach, you're going to have to loosen the reins and give up some of the control. You have to delegate. You can't do everything yourself forever. You just can't. And it's also the absolute fastest way to burn yourself out, which we'll, we'll get to later. Don't burn out in 2020. That's not what we're doing here. <laughs> it's, it's all about finding people who are the right fit for you and your brand to help you. You know, great business owners don't hire skilled people and motivate them. They hire already motivated people and inspire them. Because look, people are either motivated or they're not. Unless you give these motivated people something to believe in, something bigger than their job to work towards, They'll motivate themselves to find a new job and you'll just be stuck with whoever's left. But if you find people who align with your values and your vision, you can train them 
to do things the way you want them to be done. You don't need to hire for skills. I know it sounds counterintuitive, but when you hire for values and attitude and then teach them the skills, it all works out. You just need to be willing to invest the time and the patience. <laughs> but you guys, the payoff is, is so rewarding. You'll be able to get back into aspects of your business that you do love, which will help you grow the business and thrive in the new year. If you're not wasting time on all the mundane day-to-day shit that, yes, keeps the business afloat and has to be done, but doesn't grow it, you know, you'll be just stuck in a rut until eventually you burn out. Don't do that. Get over yourself and your need for control. I say this as one of the biggest control freaks ever, (laughs) but it's one of the best things you can do as a business owner. Next, we're going to start putting yourself first in 2020. Okay, guys, I hate to tell you this, but burnout is not a good look on anyone. You know, we have this tendency to glamorize the quote unquote busy culture. And why? Like, we get it. We're all fucking tired. (laughs) But there's a difference between being tired and being depleted. You know, as humans, we're going to be tired. That's just physiology. But what we don't have to be is drained of all of our energy and enthusiasm. If you're staying up until the darkest hours of the morning catching up on emails or orders or client projects, you're not actually helping your business. You're hurting it. Because it's really, really very simple. When you take care of yourself, your entire work performance improves. And, you know, self-care is such a buzzword. It really is. But I'm not here to talk about it in like a rah-rah, go get yourself a pedicure and your life will change kind of bullshit. When you're a business owner, self-care means boundaries. Because again, we pour everything we have into these businesses. And who's there to stop us? Who is there to tell us to pack it in or call it a night? No one, because... You know, you are at the tippy tippy top of the food chain here. And as a fellow workaholic and someone who obsesses over projects, I know it's so much easier said than done, but you have to do it. Set boundaries and verbalize them. Verbalizing them is such a big thing. I think we've talked about this back in like the debt episode, but when you verbalize things, you put accountability behind it. So like pencil that yoga class into your Google calendar so it reaffirms it. Set actual working hours for yourself and don't just open up your laptop whenever you have a spare moment. Turn that shit off and get outdoors. I'm sure you've heard it before, but you will be a better business owner in 2020 if you put yourself first. I promise you this, your business will not crumble if you wait until working hours to respond to that email. You will not fail if you don't spend every waking hour working on your brand. You know, modern technology is beautiful, but it's also really easy to always be reactive to pings for our attention. So no more. Before the new year starts, I encourage you to sit down and map out your ideal work week. What does it look like? How much time do you need to spend outdoors a day to feel good? How early do you need to go to sleep every night? You know, figure out the logistics and then make a schedule that will keep you sane and productive because it's absolutely possible. 
You can thank me in uh, December 2020 when you're stoked on your business still and haven't pulled all your pretty hair out of your head. (laughs) Okay, number three, the next thing we're going to stop doing in 2020 is getting distracted by shiny object syndrome. And I've talked about this a lot as well. I know opportunities arise and they can sound too good to be true, which most likely means that they are. And I don't want to sound cynical, but this really is the core of shiny object syndrome. So in 2020, let your values guide all of your business decisions. Do your research into anything and everything. A really good idea before you enter into any new venture is to look back on your most recent projects or your partnerships. What did you learn from them? Is there anything that happened during those projects that you need to be mindful of for new opportunities moving forward? You know, I, I often have consulting clients come to me with a bunch of random additions that they need uh, to outline in their contracts because some shit happened and they didn't have any guardrails in place. Which, to be honest, is how most contracts come about. (laughs) Shit happens and the business owner says, okay, let's put that in the contract so it doesn't happen again. Because we live and we learn, right? But, you know, with your core values firmly at the center of your business, you won't get distracted by shiny objects. You cannot please everybody. So you have to go with your gut and stick to your guns. So take your time saying yes to things. Really hunker down and evaluate if you have the capacity to take on that new project or that new client. Don't just say yes because someone asked you. I love that Shonda Rhimes book as much as everybody else, but there's a little bit of uh, flawed (laughs) logic in that. If you make all of your decisions based on your core values, you'll never have to question motives or worry about what the results will be. And lastly, in 2020... We're going to start getting our shit together. Come on, you knew this was coming. (laughs) Because this is every creative's least favorite part. You know, last week we went over our end of the year checklist and I really hope you've been making progress on it. But in 2020, there's nothing better. I will say it again, nothing better (laughs) you can do for your business than to start the year off organized. You guys, file your invoices, organize your client info, finalize your purchase forms. Don't be a procrastinator. If you have an organized system in place for everything, I 100% guarantee you that 2020 will be your best year yet. Like, you can take that to the bank. And speaking of taking shit to the bank, you have to stay on top of your finances this year. Staying up to date with your banking, your accounts receivable, your accounts payable, all of that is setting the foundation for a healthy relationship with your business. When you mind your money, you know, you have a better bird's eye view of how the business is truly doing. Don't be that person who waits until the end of each month and goes, oh shit, where did my money go? (laughs) Make tracking and reconciling your finances a weekly task at least. Have you guys downloaded Asana yet? Please, as a gift to me, download Asana and start mapping out your tasks. Set the example for your team, for your clients, and set yourself up for success in 2020. 
you know, at the very least, you should be using a project management tool like Asana and a bookkeeping tool like QuickBooks or Xero. At the very least. Two things. You can do this. Okay, I'll get off my my soapbox now. (laughs) Oh, you guys, I'm already having separation anxiety. But, you know, I know the next few weeks will fly and we'll be well into the new year before we know it. So in 2020, don't forget, stop trying to control every little detail. Start putting yourself first. Stop getting distracted by shiny object syndrome. And start getting and keeping your shit together. I'm really looking forward to making this year the best year ever with you guys. You know, in the words of my idol, Melania Trump, be best. Oh my god, can you even imagine? (laughs) Just kidding. If, you know, if you're thinking to yourself, what the hell am I going to do with my spare 12 minutes every Wednesday? I have some uh, awesome audiobook suggestions that I'm going to put in the show notes for you. You know, get those juices flowing. Gross. Why do you guys listen to me? I'm ridiculous. (laughs) Okay, you guys. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Ramadan, Festivus to everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here and for giving even the tiniest shit about what I have to share. I will be back in the new year with new episodes, but I'll see you guys over on Instagram. Don't worry. Grab those show notes over at prettyokpodcast.com and make sure you're following over on Instagram at prettyokpodcast. And, you know, don't forget to leave a review and a rating so I'm motivated to come back here in the new year. Just kidding. I'll see you soon. (laughs) I love you guys. Happy New Year. Bye. (music) 